Hi, and welcome to Gyno Appointment Overdue, a sports examination by women. I'm Sydney. And I'm Lucy. And welcome back to our sports show where we cover a variety of topics with our keen female eye. Eagle eye. Eagle eyed perspective. No, nothing you're going to find on, on any other sports show. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get the real shit. You won't find this on mainstream sports media. They'll lie to you. <laughs> They'll lie to you about what's really going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you the fucking truth. And I'm going to tell you the truth about a sport that's not even in season. So hell yeah. How that's topical. how you know it's a good it's a good uh, uh, show because it's not topical. Mm-hmm. That's we're how not, you know it's all for the love of the game. Baby. We're not afraid to go there. We're not going for the clicks. We're just we're going we're going for the truth. <laughs> and the truth is the Brooklyn Nets, which is an NBA team. We're talking basketball. Uh, You're not surprised. No. My first love. Okay, so the Brooklyn Nets are favorites to win the championship this year. Brooklyn Nets. Now where have I heard them before? We've brought them up before for what reason? Well, you've heard of them because Fat Suit James Harden, it's where <gasps> he currently resides. James. Yeah. Uh, James. Oh my God, that's who we left Houston for. Well, he who he made Houston dump him for. Yeah, exactly. That's his new bitch. That's his new bitch, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's with Brooklyn. And I mean, even if he was wearing a fat suit, the dudes that he joined. Yeah, quick context, by the way. Oh, we, yeah. Really quick. In case you're not a true fan and haven't listened to our uh, pilot episode, we, uh, James Harden, may or may not have um, been wearing a fat suit to get Houston to dump him um, so he could go to Brooklyn where he wanted to be. Yeah. The really, there's a conspiracy that runs really deep that James Harden, there's no way he possibly could have gained the weight and then lost the weight instantly upon joining Brooklyn. So perhaps he was wearing a fat suit to get Houston to get rid of him. Which you think would have become obvious in the locker room, but maybe everyone, <laughs> maybe everyone was in it's on true. it. It's, it's probably not. It's, it seems, it's probably not true. <laughs> <laughs> they open up this locker. There's a pregnancy suit. That was like a, they're like, James? <laughs> Uh, uh, James? Yeah, no, he probably just gained and lost the weight. It's so easy for men. Anyways, um, so even if James Harden was wearing a fat suit, though, the dudes he joined in Brooklyn honestly make him look super normal. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got to hear more. Who is in Brooklyn? Have I heard of them? Brooklyn. <laughs> Who's in Brooklyn? I feel like we've talked about. It. I know there's a couple other. I forget who they are, though. Yeah. So Brooklyn also has Kevin Durant. The skinny. The skinny legend, six yes. foot ten. We know him, we love him. He looks like he weighs as much as me, despite being six foot ten. Very slender man. But Very arguably man. the greatest player Although in the world. Although remember the audience world. doesn't necessarily know how big you are. Yeah. For context. <laughs> I'm extremely slender. <laughs> yeah, you're she's extremely <laughs> slender and about seven two. So <laughs> um yeah, so Kevin Durant, and then they also have this weird guy named Kyrie Irving. Mr. World Flat. Yeah, Kyrie Irving. You know I know Kyrie. Is a famous flat earther of the NBA, <laughs> the which fl- you, you need one. Everyone, everyone's got to have one. Every league needs one. Okay. And you got to admire Kyrie for seeing the opening and just sliding in. Exactly. He was also a part of our, um, of our hero's journey for LeBron, if you'll recall. That's right. Kyrie, the video of them dancing. Exactly. So... These these are three these are three major characters and they are also the favorites to win an NBA championship. So it's just like interesting that it's these three weird dudes. Yeah, this feels like very Avengery. Yeah. It feels like three very different superheroes have been joined into one group, but they're all like really distinct personality wise and like I don't know. I don't know which one Kyrie would be, but like probably one of the crazy villains. Yeah. They'd probably all be villains. That's the thing. They probably all would be villains. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> um so they're like Suicide Squad. No, they're not. <laughs> That's DC. Oh, shit. Nerd shit. Oh, shit. Nerd shit. Oh, fuck, nerd fuck. shit. Geek check. 
Yeah, geek check. Um, I passed. I'm not. <laughs> I passed. I'm not. I'm seven two, very skinny, and not a nerd. <laughs> I'm passing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right, we're off topic. But basically, let's start with Kevin. Okay. Kevin, when he first came into the league, was just the sweetest, the sweetest man. He was drafted to the Seattle Supersonics in 2007. He was the number two overall pick. So obviously it's like a big deal, right? Okay. Yeah. He's six foot 10. He's a super slender guy. He's an amazing shooter. He's a great all around player. He's, just, he's, a re- he's a really good player. I'm not going to lie. Then he's traded. I mean, obviously then the Seattle Supersonics get sold by Howard Schultz, who is... And this is the through line of this podcast probably is just fuck Howard Schultz, who's sold, who's the big creator of Starbucks. Creator? Yeah, he's the creator. Founder founder of Starbucks who yeah. bought and sold the Seattle Supersonics, our NBA team, our hometown NBA team. Disgusting. For a cup of coffee, as Lizzie likes to say. Yeah, man. And like Seattle's a great basketball town, all right? I think I'd, I'd, I'd dare to say it's a little better than Oklahoma City for basketball, but who am I? <laughs> so uh, the Seattle Supersonics are sold to Oklahoma City, so Katie plays his early life in Oklahoma City for the Thunder. He plays nine seasons there before heading to Golden State where he wins two championships. But in Oklahoma City, he is like the sweetest guy, okay? He's right. like, everybody loves him. He wins an MVP in 2014 and he gives this iconic speech where he's like, you the real MVP, mom. And Aww. she's crying and that was like, it kind of turned into a meme actually, but people loved it. Yeah, and of course. Yeah, it was really sweet. He was a sweet guy. He like... He was he was the nice guy. He described himself as pretty much just like a high school kid. He just liked to play video games and hang out. Nice guy. All right. So what makes him so weird? Okay. So then what makes him weird is when he leaves Oklahoma City. It comes with a lot of criticism because he's joining the Golden State Warriors who had already won a championship, had already had the most winning season ever. Right. These it, guys have come up several times because they were the super team. Yeah. They were talking about them in the Russell to LA yeah, episode. They're kind of the super team of of late and people people thought like they could not be beat kind of thing they just had too many superstars on that team yeah i don't know they're kind of like now with a historic lens i kind of have different feelings about them than i did at the time because now when i look back i'm like that team had steph curry and uh clay thompson but i wouldn't and i mean draymond green is a star but i wouldn't say that they were just like fucking loaded with superstars Mm mm-hmm so I have kind of mixed feelings now looking back. What do you like, think, though, when Kevin Durant joined? Would you say when that Kevin was Durant joined, I was fucking pissed because, because that actually overloaded. I was them. like, great, great. No, nobody's ever going to win another game. I was like, this is just ridiculous, you know. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm a I'm a LeBron James stan, so I was just pissed, you know. Yeah. Um, and he would win two championships with Golden State. So I mean, it. No, I mean, people yeah, called him point. a ring chaser, and he won rings, right? So, anyways, that was kind of the narrative when he left in 2016. When he left Oklahoma City, people were like, "He's ring chasing. He just cares about the championship." Especially because Golden State had just beat Oklahoma City in the prior playoffs after Oklahoma City had been up three mm, games to one. So they're one. like, "You just picked the enemy because they're better than yeah, you." Yeah, you literally just abandoned ship and jumped on with the enemy because you're like uh am i am i gonna be more successful see and this is oklahoma people being mad at the person you know you're leaving small town oklahoma for the big city it's happened to you before hasn't it oklahoma oklahoma's (laughs) lost too many well guess what oklahoma also took ours so fuck off (laughs) yeah i don't feel bad for you um but people were pissed and like on twitter there was a lot of katie slander at that time people are burning his jersey and shit you know the usual it's all good fun katie but he did not take it that way and he starts he has this well he's a high school kid to his point he's sensitive yes yes i feel like he was right in that description Mm -hmm. and we should have taken him at his word like (laughs) yeah he's a high school kid he's nice he told us what was gonna happen yeah Yeah. (laughs) but he also gets his feelings hurt 
So he's just responding to tweets. He's like really interacting with, you know, pissed off people on social media, which just it's always going to kind of degrade you to be talking to like Joe Schmo, who's probably like just sitting on his couch like he's like hasn't worked out in like 10 years and he's just like talking shit about you changing teams why are you responding to right him, kevin you know? durant sucks what a snake yeah, but yeah it's just like <laughs> kevin you don't need to respond to that <laughs> yeah exactly and so he's responding to this we have an example he responds to this one woman who tweets not snakes like yourself with the face palm emoji and she goes i'd rather surround myself with more of a russell westbrook type of person so she's speaking to russell westbrook's loyalty to oklahoma city because at that time oh, he that's was right on because that he was in oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So he's basically, she's basically like, you abandon him. And he goes, so do you have any friends? Twitter followers don't count. <laughs> I mean, listen, Kevin, not a bad burn, but even responding sort of puts the wind on her. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. If Brutal you, response. You did get her, but like she still wins just because you responded. Yes, you know? she won because you responded. That's very there's, accurate. It's a hard thing. You're not, there's no winning for these guys to respond to any of these people, which does suck because, you know, right. it, it's, it's hurtful. It hurts your feelings, but. Right, right. Um, then it gets really interesting when he starts responding to tweets in the third person. So this one guy tweets, Katie, man, I respect the hell out of you. Um, but give me one legitimate reason for leaving OKC other than winning a championship. And Katie responds, he didn't like the organization or playing for Billy Donovan. His roster wasn't that good. It was just him and Russ. And you're like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and this is coming from Kevin Durant's official Twitter account. So at this point, the theories start kind of like start churning and people are like, is he accidentally tweeting from his real account? And he means to be on like a burner. I was like, did he make burner accounts to like say good things about himself? And then he's tweeting from his real account by accident. Yeah. Or he just has a burner to like fuck around. And now he's accidentally (laughs) tweeting from his real account. And he would go on to admit that, yes, he was accidentally tweeting from a burner account. Respect the honesty. Well, he was he was accidentally not tweeting from a burner account. Oh, yeah. He's accidentally tweeting from his main account. That hmm. sucks for that sucks for the rest of the roster, though. He's not even that good. It's just him and Russ. The rest of his teammates are like, Kevin, what the hey, fuck? Hey, Kevin. Yeah. By the way, and, you know, God bless anyone from any state, you know, no, no tea, no shade. I've driven through Oklahoma. I can give you 10 reasons right off the bat to leave Oklahoma. So yeah. but people, forget you know, Billy people love it there. I didn't get the full experience. I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers. Yeah. Worst state in the union, but I mean, I'm not trying to say nothing, but like <laughs> Oklahoma listeners, please don't come for us. Please don't come for me. I hate your state so much. Please don't come for me. Don't make me go back there. I know. Don't make Katie go back there. He hated it. I also um, just didn't know how to deal with the toll roads, to be honest. I think that was a big part of it. They would only take change. That's weird. It was weird. That's weird. That could be a whole, that should be a whole podcast. I thought I was going to get murdered on a back toll road in Oklahoma. Yeah. But that's for another podcast. Seriously. So he admits, he's like, yeah, that actually was from a burner, which thank, or that was supposed to be from a burner, which it's mm-hmm. like, thank you for admitting that. Well, yeah. Thanks for copping to but it. But now I'm just out here kind of wondering, like, how many times have I talked shit about athletes and I got responded to by a burner. Or yeah. Should it should be burner. Did it make no, you wait, feel like, do you think it made everyone else kind of be like, I wonder how often I actually did get under their skin? I know. Maybe they did respond what to me. What if like Russell Wilson has responded to me? Do you know like the Jimmy Kimmel mean tweets thing? Yeah. Sometimes even those, I'm like, why are you even giving these people? I know. Like I know they're kind of funny, but like sometimes the, the celebrity does seem genuinely kind of offended. And it's like, you've just given the tweeter like what they wanted. I know. You know? Yeah. They're just trying to get a rise out of you, Katie. Don't you understand? Well, they just want you to know how bad you hurt them. And when you respond. Yeah. To them, that's probably all equal. Yeah, yeah. They probably just really want to hurt you because you really hurt them by leaving their state yeah because you're sick <laughs> you're sick you were in this together kd you and joe schmo yeah and yeah now i'm just like wondering have i ever been responded to and i think the answer is probably no but you know what i did spend 
a good amount of time back in the day DMing Seahawks players being like, great game. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know this about me? I used to DM. That's, that's kind of wholesome, actually. I went actually. through a phase where <laughs> I would DM like all these Seahawks after their games. Great game today. Great game. That's kind of sweet. <laughs> I mean, you know, as far as a DMing yeah, kind of Seahawks a wholesome groupy moment. I yeah, guess. yeah. As far as it goes, it's pretty. You weren't like, that's all you said? You didn't. And then I said, I'm a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's sweet yeah it was kind of sweet it's kind of sweet um katie just gets in beef with all these people i don't know he's just so he's just so mad like after being america's sweetheart he's just so mad he gets in a fight with this guy named cj mccollum who plays for uh portland and cj is just like such a sweet guy and i don't understand why katie tried to beef with him and then in 2018 cj's tweeting i still think the b word is a bit harsh and shouldn't be used he knows that decision was soft but i respect it talking about kevin and he says it's like getting jumped with your brothers by a gang you should have beat them then joining the gang that jumped you and your brothers two months later and forgetting about your bros wow well okay <laughs> and then katie See, that's a little bit of a false equivalency because it, it's, it's not real no no sydney if you'd watched golden state did jump them <laughs> did golden state like mug them <laughs> pretty much but then katie responds so i would get into a gang fight lose plot on my brothers for two months in our home and then go get the gang we lost to and beat him up you think that low of me cj i just did your fucking podcast snakes in the grass boy i tell you <laughs> <laughs> which all of a sudden rereading i'm on katie's side honestly yeah cj that was pretty shitty right after he did your podcast yeah that was a little why would you why would you go there Mm-hmm. But I, I actually, yeah, I think, but CJ really is like America's sweetheart. Like, okay, CJ's a good old boy. Katie shouldn't have had no beef with him. And then he gets in beef with this another beloved. He keeps getting in beef with beloved people. That's the problem. You should get in beef with people that people are already kind of on he the fence about. He also got in a huge fight with Michael Rapoport, the comedian. Do you know Michael Rapoport? Why do I know that name? Yeah, yeah, I know. I he's know like the aggressively, name. He has an aggressive New York accent. Uh, I'm sure I've seen him or heard his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, they got in a huge fight. And Don't Rock- get in a beef with a comedian. I know. And Michael because Rapp- they're just going to fuck with you. Dude, Michael Rappaport didn't know if he was kidding. Michael Rappaport literally thought it was a joke like half of the time. And it kept escalating on Twitter. And Michael Rappaport still thought it was a joke. And then he's like, Kevin Grant's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, Katie's fucking funny, guys. He's like really c- committing like, with Dude, me. Dude, a stand-up show? Maybe? You and me? Maybe? Maybe? Katie. <laughs> Maybe, unless, maybe. But um, yeah, no. And then he realized like Katie was actually pissed. So I don't know why Katie keeps beefing with these people, but he beefed also with uh, Chris Broussard, who's one of my favorite sports commentators. And he was like, Chris Broussard was like talking about a conversation they'd had and said that they'd been texting a lot. And then Katie was like, you don't even have my number, man. And then Chris <laughs> was like, okay, yeah, but we were DMing. Like, please don't make it sound like I'm a liar. Yeah. And Katie's was- like, cap, 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 cap. Uh, explain to the audience what cap means. And me. Cap would be <laughs> <laughs> Cap would be like you're lying. Oh, okay, okay. So, so Katie was like cap, 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 cap. He sent him a bunch of he sent him a bunch of baseball hat emojis. Cap, 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 cap. Maybe it was just a new merch alert. <laughs> you you little capper. <laughs> you cap. You were baseball caps. Um yeah. No wonder Michael Rupport maybe thought he was joking sometimes. Because some of these read like satire. I, <laughs> I know. He tweets kind of funny. <laughs> he does tweet kind of funny. I feel like I feel like he like I would not be sure if he was joking or not. He's just so angsty. And then most recently he got in a huge fight with his his US basketball team at Bam Adebayo. Oh, wait, was he the um I remember something about this. Was he the captain of the US basketball? Yeah, he was the captain of USA basketball and he got pissed because Bam didn't give him the ball back after he made a shot in warm ups, which I mean, 
that is standard procedure if you make a shot. But we've all been there when you make a shot in warmups and somebody doesn't realize it was yours and they take the ball. And the rage is unmatched, but you don't usually go to Twitter and start slamming your yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, <laughs> you feel like, it, what's shocking is that the rage would have been consistent up until he was done. Did he tweet from that moment? Like, did he run over to his bag and start tweeting? <laughs> I don't know. Because otherwise I do not understand how the, you maintain enough rage then throughout the game to still be mad at that afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good point. Especially like Bam is so much younger than her. him. Bam's only 24 and Katie's 30-something thing and bam's like first time on u.s basketball it's yeah like, bam's just nervous dude <laughs> bam's just like a little bit shook this reminds me of like the girls like the seniors in basketball the juniors and seniors when i was an upperclassman on the team in high school and you'd be like yeah that new freshman's such a bitch i tried to tell her to do something and she just looked at me blankly and then walked away and i was like i think she just didn't know if you were talking to her yeah i think she just got a little she's confused and scared right. you know Right. Like, I feel like that's probably was the case with Bam. Bam, which, like, did not know what to do. And he was at the Olympics I'm for the first like, time. I literally didn't know. He was like, I can't believe I'm here with Kevin. Meanwhile, yeah. Kevin's, like, going running to his bag to fucking <laughs> blow up Bam's spot. I think Kevin's bullying me right now. <laughs> I think Kevin, this is so exciting. Kevin's bullying me currently. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, he fought with this teenager on Instagram in the DMs. He fights with so many people. There's almost, like, too many people to even get into. He, like, shit on his uh, new teammate who is coming to Golden State, who only came for a year but his teammate like posted a picture of himself from college at university of oregon and he's in katie's shoes and katie like in katie's brand's shoes oh oh, okay and then katie like comments on the instagram post take my shoes off chump like it's just like it's petty but it's also like katie if you have a shoe brand you don't get to control who wears your shoes (laughs) it's like i know that poor guy only played for a year with the warriors he's probably like this is really hostile it's a hostile work environment yeah and he might have had a claim. Anyways, yeah. um, yeah, so Katie's weird and he used to be so nice. So he's already a weird guy and I would already be really scared. Honestly, I would be really scared to be in the same room with him. The The funniest thing that USA Basketball did during the most recent, during the 2020 olympics 2021 olympics was that they sang happy birthday to him and it wasn't his birthday he like came in the locker room and they started singing dude the look on his face he looked like he could murder somebody like (laughs) (laughs) this dude just like does not fuck with the jokes dude i feel like katie is like the like poster child for like online bullying what that makes people do though he like snapped so quick oh you mean people bullying him people bullied him and he snapped so quick he was so nice and then people bullied him and then he was just like boom yeah. Unless that was always under the surface, just waiting to come out. I know. And that's what he told Chris Broussard, too, one of my favorite commentators. He basically said that, like, this has always been him. Mm-hmm. And it's just people are just realizing it. He's always been um, an easily offended. <laughs> no, I said I was in high school. I don't know what people <laughs> were confused about. I know. I feel like when somebody tells you who they are, believe them. Um, so he's teaming up, if you can believe with Fatsu James Harden and then also Kyrie Irving. Which is, I mean, yeah, already the duo of Fatsu James Harden, who, I see what you mean, comparatively kind of mild, just yeah, possibly Fatsu. A little corona violations here and there out at the strip club. Oh, girl, you know he just did his little coronavirus <laughs> violation. <laughs> he had a little fuck corona moment. He was in the strip he club. strip club girl, eating whatever. chicken wings. But you know he's just trying to get Houston to break up with him. <laughs> that was a different basketball player, but I love that you think it was Look, James. I keep thinking it's James Harden. <laughs> Yeah, that was... I bet he was drinking... I bet he was eating chicken wings in a club at some point, though. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So as if those two weren't weird enough, right? Katie and James Harden. And then they're meeting up with Kyrie Irving. Mr. World Flat. Mr. World Flat. He's a weird, 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 weird dude. He is drafted to the Cavs in 2011. And like I said earlier, he's part of LeBron's origin story because for the Cavaliers, 
Kyrie is the man. He is, you know, he's this new mm-hmm. prospect. He's hot. He's young. And he actually wins rookie of the year, which is a, that's a prestigious award. It means like, wow. Wow. You know? We're really looking at you, kid. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, kind of real is set up to fail when you win rookie of the year. I side know. note, kind of a mean award. It's like, whoa, we're expecting good things from you. It's like, well, fuck. Okay. Well, I was actually 2010 rookie of the year at my swim club growing up Sydney so were you if you could not say stuff like that I haven't seen you get in a pool in about 10 years so what does that tell us (laughs) (laughs) and she never swam again she never swam again see you did it right you peaked and you bounced (laughs) Uh um so he's rookie of the year and then LeBron comes back LeBron says he's coming back he's coming home and I think oh I remember and Kyrie was pissed at LeBron because he was coming home and that's what started their whole beef yeah well they went they didn't beef like the beef wasn't obvious, but now in hindsight, we know that there was a lot of friction and a lot of tension. And Kyrie has subsequently said that there was a lot of tension and a lot of friction, including just saying some like out of pocket shit like, yeah, I was always the closer on my teams. It's nice to look down the bench and see there's some other guys who could hit shots. Like he was saying stuff like that. And LeBron's just like, what the fuck? I'm the greatest player in the world. <laughs> what the fuck? What do you mean? Yeah, I'm right here. I'm the greatest. <laughs> I'm yeah. the closer. I'm the opener. I'm LeBron fucking James. Yeah, I know. And a lot of people think LeBron can't finish. Topic for another day. But basically, so Kyrie's, yeah, maybe a little tense that LeBron is back, that daddy's home. Um, <laughs> and Hey, Kyrie. <laughs> daddy's home. And in 2017, he goes on a podcast with some other NBA guys. And he, this is just, these well we'll discuss his list of his list of claims and you'll tell me what you think about each of right, them because okay? we haven't really gotten into it but i mean Kyrie, obviously yes part of lebron james's story but also mm-hmm. independently we keep referencing mr world flat flat earther we've we've talked about that before is that not his only weird thing or does he have a no he has some other things okay. you'll hear you'll hear um this list is brought to us by basketball forever alex thank um, you at our, um, some skies article Link in the bio. <laughs> some it's some skies article. Link in the episode. Link in the bio. Link in the episode description. Think about that. Some skies bio. Some skies bio. <laughs> Whose bio is this? Some sky. <laughs> okay, so this this list is brought to us by Basketball Forever's Alex Some Sky, but he's accumulated the best takes from this podcast. But Kyrie makes the following claims: the moon landing was fake. The blueprints on the moon don't match Neil Armstrong's boots in the museum. <laughs> what? <laughs> which I didn't know that the fake moon landing conspiracy went there about the boot prints. I'd heard that, that it didn't look like the people were actually jumping, but I'd never heard the boot argument. The boots That's are a little a- compelling. No, <laughs> well, or, or I mean, the other way to see that is even if that was true, which were you picking up the boot in the museum know, and looking at the bottom? The they don't let you touch that shit. But the other thing is, why wouldn't you just assume that that wasn't actually his boot? <laughs> right. Like, why wouldn't you be like, oh, the boot doesn't match you would assume they faked the moon landing as opposed to they just didn't have his boot anymore and they put a new boot on. They just put a different astronaut boot there and was like, yeah, those are Neil's boots. Yeah. You Your know? go-to should be that the museum is it doing It seems more like the museum just, yeah. just fucked up and was like, we don't actually have them. Right. You know? His next take is that there were extraterrestrial beings in the universe. Facts. Facts, dude. Are you kidding? Probability-wise? Yeah. Sure. Kyrie's on the money with that one, I think. He also says dinosaurs did not exist. I think maybe he's he missed on that yeah. one. <laughs> Yeah, he was doing good for a second. Uh, he says the Earth is flat. The famous, the, the moniker giver. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. that's World what he's flat. known for. There's one in every league. He says the education system is designed to lie to us in some ways, surely. I agree. In some ways. I'm not sure the ways he's talking about. Right. I, I think probably, yeah. Not the Earth thing. I think probably smoothing <laughs> over historical atrocities more so than moon landings being fake or the Earth being round. Yeah. 
I would agree. Uh, Kyrie's big issue with Columbus is that we all pretend his his Earth is not flat theory is real. He likes the dude otherwise. <laughs> yeah, otherwise he said Columbus that great part's dude, accurate. but his bullshit about the Earth being round. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's true. Um, he says NASA is lying about the rover missions to Mars, and that all of the data about space they provide for us is doctored to feed us a narrative. They'd have better data. If they were going to lie about it, here's what I think. If you actually look at the Mars data, like it's cool, but it's so limited because of how hard it is to actually get things to Mars. Yeah, I find it quite boring, the Mars data. I mean, yeah, it's amazing if you actually think about like what they managed to acquire. But like if they were lying about it, you think they wouldn't have told you aliens were there? You're never going to go fucking check. Yeah, true. You know? True, true, true. He says the people who make alien movies are not designing their aliens out of thin air. He thinks they're basing it on something they've seen. Yeah, the other movies with aliens in them, Kyrie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dog. Yeah. (laughs) That's just creators taking from other creators. That's fairly common. I think that's just, what do you call that? Like cultural lore or something. Yeah, I mean, like vampires often have a similar look too, as do like werewolves and zombies. Like, you know? We just have ghosts. We just have conceptions of what they might look like. Nothing new under the sun, but that doesn't mean they got it from actual aliens. Yeah. (laughs) That would be so funny if just the people who made alien movies had seen aliens. Yeah. (laughs) Which, okay. Even if we accept your premise and one of them has seen the aliens, my premise is still correct that all the other ones are just basing off that first ones. Yeah. You know? I still think everybody's, yeah. I still think everybody is a, a little derivative. Yeah. Um, he says that the JFK assassination had something to do with him signing an order to take out the global bank cartel. I actually don't know what the global bank cartel is. Do you? No idea. That sounds like a. <laughs> that just sounds like a three words mashed together. Yeah. It sounds. It sounds threatening though. I feel like Kyrie has all the normal conspiracy theories on some level, but just like he's a slightly different tint on them. Yeah. Like the has- moon landing is fake because of the boots. Yeah. Aliens are real. Because of movies. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's no way they made that shit up. Because they could not have come up with that. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. That's like, it's just like he's a conspiracy theorist, but he's like kind of like always a little bit off. Yeah, most people, isn't the JFK assassination that it was like had to do with his political views and stuff? And then Cuba, I think. I mean, I don't know about the conspiracies, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of theories on the JFK assassination. I've never heard the, he signed an order to take out the global bank. (laughs) Is that just a thing people can do? do what is that and is that just a thing a president could be like we're eliminating them if that's the case i want the next president to do that what's the global bank cartel how scared of them should i be if a one order from one president can take them out i mean (laughs) fuck it took us 10 years to find osama bin laden you're telling me they're easier to find than that i'm not that worried Kyrie. no shit um okay he also says bob marley and mlk were taken out for preaching togetherness MLK surely was killed by the FBI. Change my mind. You cannot. Um, but again, that's not what he's saying. Isn't that yeah. weird? That's like <laughs> well, become- he, I think he's saying something. Yeah, you're right. He's not saying that. Maybe he does believe that. That would be a more accepted conspiracy yeah. theory as far as they go. Yeah. One that probably has more vein of truth to it. Yeah, you're but right. Like, but he's not saying it in that statement. Yeah, I mean, preaching togetherness wasn't. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I don't know enough about any of these yeah. things, but that's not the one I normally hear about. He says they quotes are creating separation in race and class to control power in the world that has just been going on forever i don't think that's a conspiracy, that's not a conspiracy at all theory. pitting that's just people true. against each other using race and class is pretty much the easiest way to oh yeah, yeah. assert political pitting, power pitting poor people and non-white people against each other is a really great way for rich white people to stay ahead you know yeah yeah 
Um, he believes he has a far bigger purpose and cause to his life than basketball. I believe that too, Kyrie. I believe I that too, do. Kyrie. You have a lot of ideas. I don't think most of them are good, but I admire just the, the number. Yeah. <laughs> I know he has a lot. He says he listens to audiobooks while he takes naps. Okay. Power move. <laughs> Power move. Is he saying like he's learning things from them or is he just like, yeah, yeah I fucking listen to Harry I Potter on I think he thinks he's like absorbing them while he sleeps. I think they've done studies that show you're not really actually ever doing that. But yeah. Well, uh, tell that to hypnotist. But it's okay. I watched Jimmy Neutron too. <laughs> I know. I wish too. He believes he's on a journey to become a complete human who has complete freedom of thought. Well, good for him. I know. I kind of like that idea. I like like that idea. I too would like to have complete freedom of thought. Um, But I hope that I don't end up thinking Does he mean freedom from logic though? Right. Exactly. Sometimes that, you know what? Keep working on it, Kyrie. You'll get there. Yeah. I think he'll get there if he keeps thinking, keeps pushing. Um, Just remember that your first thought is not always your best thought. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so then he clarifies his flat earth thing. Actually, we get more we get more details on this. He goes on to say and he's talking to uh, Gino Ariemi, who's the coach of the, uh, you know, the Yukon women. Mm -hmm. He says the whole intent behind it, coach, it wasn't to bash science. It wasn't to have like the intent of starting a rage and to be seen as an insane individual. When I started seeing comments and things about universal truths that I had known, like I had questions. When I started doing my own research on my own and figuring out that there is no real picture of Earth, not one real picture of Earth, and we haven't been back to the moon since like 1961 or 1969, it becomes like conspiracy too. <laughs> There's definitely pictures of it. I love that. I love something I really love is there is no real picture of the Earth, not one real picture of Earth. <laughs> There's famously real pictures of the Earth. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he also says that the that the also we haven't been back to the moon in a while. Okay, did you see it? There's not a lot going on. You know. He also says that the way that we travel the globe is proof that the Earth is flat. You can go east or west and get to Japan. Doesn't that prove the Earth is round? I know. I would think that too. Unless there is he saying you go and then you go under the map and then. But what if we're not on Kyrie's level? What if we don't have this level of freedom of thought? Maybe that's it. Maybe maybe it's just this. Maybe what what I'm being thrown off by is his free thought yeah and i think in a weird way that kind of might mesh with uh katie's overly sensitive like not like atypical superstar lifestyle of responding to like 50 year old dudes in some way katie could really learn from yeah from him from from Kyrie, who must just get tons of shit for his crazy ideas and is just like right just like whatever i know Kyrie is known for lots of other weird like antics too like he I mean, these aren't weird, but he brings sage to the, to when he was playing for Boston. He was always bringing sage, which was kind of disturbing people that he was always saging the locker room. That's saging. kind of weird. Does he think there are spirits? Yeah, I think he does. I think he does. He just said he wants to make sure the vibes are right. Hey, man, good for you for looking for the vibes. Yeah, um, I guess sage. Well, Kyrie explains it comes from a lot of native tribes. Kyrie explained to reporters after the game, just cleanse the energy, make sure we're all balanced. Yeah, so he's burning sage at the garden. It's just uh, the garden being where the Boston Celtics played. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I thought for a second you'd be in an actual garden. I said, well, that's at least a little more context. (laughs) That's like, okay, sure. That's where you find Sage. Yeah, no, he's burning it at the, at the Celtic stadium. He's getting in fights with his younger teammates. He, he has a little Katie in him too. Okay. So they're, they're all a little, uh, they're a little something. Yeah, this is three very strange men. This is three weird dudes and they are picked to win the championship. By, by most people. I because mean, they're they are, just so I good. I mean, they're three of the greatest. Yeah, they're yeah. not three of the greatest players. Katie's one, 
probably the greatest player in the world for me personally. He is even better than LeBron right now. Just because LeBron is, yeah, is I, is more LeBron is now. moving out of, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. I would I would put Katie as my top player in the world, and then Kyrie is an like one of the best ball handlers I've ever seen mm-hmm. since I've started watching NBA basketball. I can't think of somebody whose handles I am more impressed by than. Kyrie's we've talked about this we've talked about the physics he doesn't think the ball is round yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we've gone into this yeah yeah yeah. and then James Harden fantastic shooter fantastic scorer needs the ball a lot but that might work because I'm not sure I mean Kyrie definitely likes the ball but I don't think Katie needs the ball so it could work the three of them really I mean so the Russ to LA episode we talked about how like both of those men are super ball dominant like they both need the ball all the time you think this might work because Harden is the only one that's pretty ball dominant the other two like the ball but they can they can do without it i mean we'll have to see Kyrie and james harden are both point guards so we'll have to see Mm. who has the ball more i would think james needs the ball more i think james having the ball is what puts him in rhythm oh he can't really get into it until he has i think so i think Kyrie. Kyrie's interesting i'm actually not sure he's not just like a great knockdown shooter maybe he needs the ball just as much too we'll find out Right. I feel like it is just like so much firepower. I would be scared. I'm scared for everybody that has to play them. I'm scared. I'm scared of them. Full disclosure. Yeah. And then you're scared of the basketball playing too. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. These dudes is weird. Dude, these are weird. I do love the characters in the NBA. And we've talked about characters in the NBA and how they kind of make it. But these are distinct characters. These three are on their hero's journeys. All I mean, no one's weirder than Kyrie on some level. Like like Kyrie just has it in terms of just like the absurdity. But like Durant, I did not realize is such a angsty teen in his heart. Yeah, I can't believe Durant fights with Joe Schmo. Yeah, it just doesn't seem worth his time. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I think, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Um, I think in some ways, Kyrie seems more balanced than Katie, though. Kyrie at least has... Sage. Yeah, it's the sage for sure. Katie, Kyrie at least has like a sense of self. And I feel like I feel like Katie is kind of missing that. Kyrie know? has a sort of reckless confidence that you have to admire yeah. about any thought that comes into his head. But the big question is, honestly, are these dudes vaccinated? <laughs> and that's, that's what it comes down to cue. because they all play in Brooklyn and I, I I guess the NBA is being kind of soft with the COVID protocol they're just going to follow county standards mm-hmm. so that is going to mainly affect Golden State and Brooklyn and LA in terms of the strictest uh covid policies and procedures so if you're not vaccinated you can't play your home games as a member of the brooklyn nets and i'm gonna guess which of those three is most likely to not be vaccinated (laughs) and i'm gonna guess it's mr freedom of thought (laughs) (laughs) yeah we currently do not know his vaccination status uh nobody has confirmed his camp is very um vague about if he is or if he isn't and i just presume that means he's not i anticipate this being a problem so we'll see if he can even actually play yeah. And also fuck the NBA for being so soft about this. No, that should be the rule for everybody. Everyone should have to be vaccinated if they're going to play. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's just, you're letting a few people dictate the health and safety of everybody in the league and you're doing it based on star power. They want other star players to play. And that's why they're not just making it a blanket because there's plenty of them from bench dwellers to superstars who are low key. We don't know yet because the season hasn't started, but are going to have a problem because of these COVID policies right and then oh my god i mean this is a whole different episode but then the people other people on their team who have like lost family members to covid you're gonna get a lot of conflict in that in that arena yeah. between people on the same team 
which I guess is pretty yeah. par for the course for the NBA, it sounds like. But this will be maybe yeah. a little bit more high stakes. I think it's just a thing where everybody can put up with your bullshit opinions if it doesn't affect them. Like nobody cares if you if Kyrie's going around saying that the boot doesn't match the the footprint on and the waving moon. sage in your fucking face. It's like, right. OK, fuck. OK, Kyrie. Yeah. OK. <laughs> yeah. It's just when you get to things that are actually going to affect people, it's like people's health. It's, you know, it's a different story. And I think. Yeah, I think we'll totally see some conflict. I can't think of an issue that um, is more potentially conflict inducing than this one. Yeah, yeah, it's probably true. And also for teams, you want a guy on your team who can't play a third of his games. This is going to be about as about as dangerous as when that one guy told Kevin Durant he was a snake. Yeah, it's be that <laughs> degree of degree of conflict. Yeah, you better the fallout could be that great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Three interesting guys. I think it's funny that all three of these guys are kind of on their hero's journey to figure out if they can do it themselves, you know, Katie left Golden State kind of with this, you guys thought I was ring chasing, it's time for me to go prove it. Mm. Kyrie left the Cavs because he wanted to go make it on his own, couldn't make it in Boston, now is trying to make it with the Nets. And then James Harden obviously could never win a ring with Houston, is trying to go win it. And fat suited him way out into Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, he fat suited his way all the way to Brooklyn. So, But they all ended up with a bunch of other superstars also on their hero's I know. journey. After trying to prove they could do it alone, are, they're all not together. That's what I'm saying. It's, kind of, it's a weirdly Avenger-like. It's a weirdly like group of superheroes kind of like, you know, like yeah, let's see how true. we mesh, you know? That's true. Um, but I'm excited to see how it goes. Obviously, updates pending. We'll see how the season ends. I can totally see us getting back on here and saying that the Brooklyn Nets won a championship. So yeah, or the Brooklyn Nets imploded. <laughs> 50 50 either way. Oh, God. Kyrie hacked one of Katie's burner accounts. Hacked one of Katie's burner accounts. Someone died of sage poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, good. Good luck. Good luck, boys. Good luck, boys. Hey, best of luck to you. Um, and best of luck to you, audience. Thank you for joining us today. Big ups to High Pulp for use of their song Hookai for intro and outro music. I've been Sydney. I've been Lucy. And until next time, guys, remember to schedule that appointment. <laughs> <laughs>